Good morning, everybody. This is Valerie Reif from Front School of Regulation, and I have the pleasure to be here today with Christine Materazzi-Wagner, who is director of the electricity unit at the Austrian regulator eControl. Thank you for being here with us today. Good morning. Um, maybe to let our audience know where we are. Um, we are in Florence today, where we participate in a workshop on zonal versus nodal pricing in electricity markets. And in the morning, we heard um, rather academic views on the whole topic of nodal pricing. So maybe as a starting question, I would like to ask you, what was your main takeaway from this morning's discussion? Uh, the first uh, observation is that it's really a good uh, group to represent uh, all players in, in the European market at this point in time, and of course, uh, uh, in addition, have the academia and, and more theoretical perspectives. So it was so far quite lively discussion, uh, of course, driven by the different perspectives on the same issue. Um, so I'm looking forward to the afternoon session, and I would expect even more time for discussion and more maybe controversial uh, statements and positions. Yes, I agree, but as you said, um, it's a controversial topic or a very hot topic, um, both within academia and also within the practitioners' world, so to say. The, core, the current um, target model of Europe is based on a zonal approach, um, but there is also, it seems that there is wide consensus among both scholars and practitioners that uh, the current bidding zone delimitation in Europe is suboptimal, to say the very least. So from a regulator's perspective, um, do you think we should just skip this whole discussion on bidding zone configuration and maybe move directly to a nodal approach? We did that. What would be the main challenges on the way ahead? Personally, I would say not yet. Uh, there were some uh, statements today in the, mo in, in the morning session uh, that it's just under implementation we should wait a bit. Well, personally, I think we shouldn't wait too long, uh, but I would give uh, the zonal and system and the target model a bit more time. Mm -hmm. um, of course, we see some shortcomings, but I think that this theoretical uh, optimum of a nodal uh, and the shift to there, so you have a lot of, of transition costs in the meantime, and it would take years uh, until it's finally implemented, um, compared to a zonal system that is uh, close to perfect zonal system, I think the difference wouldn't be so big. Uh, how close we are to a perfect zonal system, uh, this is the question that we now should uh, investigate and, and still give it a bit more time. And exactly how far we are in terms of a perfect zonal system also brings us to the recent discussion and developments in Austria and the split of the Austrian-German bidding zone configuration in October 2018. So maybe you could reflect a bit. We're now four months um, after that bidding zone split. Maybe you could reflect a bit on the developments in Austria, also in terms of operational security, market concentration, liquidity, or price development. I think the main point and, and the main um, interest uh, of, uh, of everybody involved is on the prices. Um, mm -hmm. It's quite interesting. Of course, there, there has been an increase in the prices. Uh, it's quite interesting that we observe that uh, suppliers um, try to have a reasoning that uh, whatever they uh, increase the prices is just uh, because of the split of the bidding zone, which is, of course, not true, because if you have a look at the prices in Germany where uh, the bidding zone split didn't much impact liquidity, uh, and they still have increases in price, so maybe it's also on the primary energy uh, prices and other developments and not only the split of the bidding zone. Um, in other terms, it's a bit 
early to say so what it would mean overall over a, a seasonal um, round so over a whole year in terms of redispatch cost uh, in terms of um, how often redispatch measures are needed other remedial actions I think we would need yeah perfectly need for wait for for one uh, circle and have a complete year to start first analysis but um, I mean, the, the price, auction price or auction result for the uh, yearly capacity was uh, 3.33 euro. Well, that's quite an expected range. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the last question. Um, the regulator, together with the TSOs, appealed um, uh, regarding that, uh, this, this decision on the bidding zone split, and it went as high up as to the European Court of Justice, and as far, as far as I am aware, there has not been a decision yet, right. but it was expected actually at the end of last year. So maybe from your perspective, what do you expect as an outcome? And do you think that also from what we've heard this morning and what we're discussing the entire day, do you think it could even be reversed, that decision on the split? Uh, that's, that's not an easy question to answer. Um, of course, we're still convinced, and that was uh, also the, the base for the uh, appeal, uh, that the structural congestion is not on the border between Austria and Germany, but mm -hmm. is somewhere else in this uh, joint bidding zone. But uh, as we now have implemented uh, the border and all players involved from the TSO, from the power exchanges, from, from the NEMO side, uh, did a quite good work to, to get this system and this, uh, everything around this new border operative. Um, well, I personally would be very surprised if, if uh, there, there would be a revision. And, um, but I'm no lawyer, so what, what that would mean in legal terms uh, is, is to be seen. Yes. Okay, well, thank you very much for um, having your time for this interview and for being here as a day, and um, enjoy the rest of the workshop. Thanks a lot for this occasion to uh, contribute to the Florence School.